Yo, yo, yiggity, yo, it's Jack and Andre here, your film lords at the Carrie Bradshaws of film reviewing, lights, camera, action, it's time for movies, movies, movies. Hey Bridie, how was your week? What did you do in the movie watching realm? Well, I haven't been to the cinema. Well then, let's play The Sting and we'll come right back to that. Bridie, take it away. Welcome to Movies, 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 on Mornings with Bridie Tanner, featuring Jack and Andre. FBI Radio. Let's be real, no one goes to the cinema anymore. You're not alone. Mm. Yeah, I can tell you what I have been watching, and if you want to go into my YouTube search history, it's, uh, so it's sort of like um, a mashup of cringe compilations and Kylie Minogue interviews pre 2000. Wow. So, Amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's been my week. Uh, what, have, what's, what have you guys been watching? Well, we rediscovered Kylie Minogue yesterday. We did a Definitely. whole session in the car of listening to old Kylie. We also rediscovered YouTube. I watched a lot of hair cutting fails. That's basically cinema. Yeah, exactly. Oh, just quietly as well. One of the films you're reviewing today is actually on YouTube at the moment. I don't know how legally it's on. Which one? My Friend Dumber or I Kill Giants? My Friend Dumber. (gasps) I watched a little bit of it this morning because I knew you were going to be reviewing it. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Just to get the the insight, but it's sort of got a bit of Spanish underneath. I don't know what's going on there. We should put that in Sydney Spotlight. Yeah, we'll put that, we'll just put it on the program page, a link to the illegal My Friend Dumber stream. Mm, What's Um, coming up on the show today? We got heaps of hectic stuff coming to you. We got some fun news. Only fun news this week about a new horror movie by Tom Six, director of The Human Centipede. We're going to talk about the Sydney Film Festival. Jack and I are basically going to be your Sydney Film Festival spirit guides because sometimes you just need a little bit of help. And we've also got another fun review by a great film about a cannibal masochist. And, uh, <laughs> and like I, a Harry Potter spin-off, kind of. Fun, fun, fun. Let's get into it with some... Movie news. Like I said just 10 seconds ago, Tom Six, <gasps> director of Human Centipede, has a new movie coming out. It's called The Onania Club, and people already hate it. Surprise, surprise. It's been described as inhumane, but also I'm the wrong person to talk to because I love The Human Centipede. I think it's a beautiful film. It's on Netflix, and I totally mess with that kind of stuff. It seems like instead of challenging uh, scat and what people can take in terms of feces to the mouth, Mm. like in Human Centipede, he's going to be talking about female masturbation, Mm. which seems that he said it's definitely going to pass the Bechdel test. Well, I hope there's some poop in there, though, let's be honest. I hope there's a little bit of poop. Otherwise... You didn't get what your money was for. Um, you said inhumane. Can I just... Uh, mm. call, are you talking about inhumane to the audience? Well, I mean, I think anything that is done by this guy, Tom Six, whether it's uh, getting actors to put their faces into other people's butts and then progressively eat poop, I think any of that, any of his body of work will be considered inhumane. But who knows? Maybe the audience was inhumane. I don't know. I don't want to... I know. I'm thinking about breakfast. I can't, I can't dig into this movie. I love Tom Six. Speaking of scary movies, um, Hereditary comes out this week, and we're actually going to go see it straight after this show. And you can buy the movie props on Etsy. A24 has put them up. And so I guess I was going to ask you, Andre, if you could buy any horror movie prop on Etsy, what would it be? Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so starting number one, it would be the Scream Mask from Scream. Duh. The Chainsaw from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Jigsaw the Puppet from Saw, I think. <laughs> the Turkey Baster from Don't Breathe. Oh my god, these are all amazing. The Plane from Red Eye, starring Rachel McAdams. Uh, okay, the Videotape from The Ring, or as my dumb housemate calls it, The Circle. Or maybe even just, uh, I don't know, The Haunted House in every single horror movie. Oh my god, the Teacup and Spoon from Get Out. That's amazing. That's really oh, good. Oh my, or just a big bag of poop from Human Center. 
centipede. Maybe I'll just buy that beautiful house and get out. Oh no, that's a crazy place to go to. I would never want to buy that house. <laughs> okay, you've got Roseanne news. Roseanne news. So we've all been following Roseanne's crazy tweets, uh, RIP Roseanne's show. But in exciting news, Michael Moore, famous documentary filmmaker who made Fahrenheit 9-11, is working on a secret project about Trump. Which is apparently going to be called Fahrenheit 11-9, because that's the day Trump got into power. And Roseanne Barr, because they've all been on Roseanne's show together. As we know, Michael Moore is a very, very controversial filmmaker. He exposes a lot of American injustices. Trump is Trump and Roseanne's Roseanne. And he, Michael Moore, is putting together some secret project. Could be a documentary, could be a TV show, who knows? But let's just hope it's going to expose the dark side to these celebrities. That's all we've got in news today, Bridie. Yeah. That's heaps of news. Oh, and also the Sydney Film Festival is starting this week. And later on in the show, we're going to tell you how to do it right. I want to hear what listeners would buy on Etsy. What horror movie prop would you buy on Etsy if you could? 0409 945 945. Text into Movies, Movies, Movies. This is Wes Thabberton with Stuck on You. <gasps> Just a single man 
Two reviews. One review. And then and then another review. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two Movies, movies, movies. On Mornings with Bridie Tanner, it is now time for two reviews. Tell me, film lords, who will be going first? I'm going to go first, and I just want to shout out to West Theberton, and congratulations, Ray and Amelia, on your beautiful engagement. I'm so excited for you too. Um, I'm going to be reviewing My Friend Dharma, which is a spooky movie about a serial killer this morning. So I'm just going to jump right in. Um, Basically, Jeffrey Dahmer was this guy who killed and raped and ate 17 men and boys starting just after he graduated in the 70s. My friend Dahmer doesn't go into the grisly details, but instead opts to tell the story before the murders of his not-quite-fun-loving final months of being a misunderstood twink in high school. It definitely made me reflect on how easily we both could have travelled down a darker path, Ange. I don't Mm. know about you. Most movies teach us gays that because of how society alienates us, we're destined to be evil, murdering or molesting psychopaths that are not to be trusted. You know, I relate to the Donnie Darko meets the showering together elephant school shooters meets Kanye's new album kind of character. I like the type of guy who will, in a flirty way, creep up behind me in a dark empty house with a baseball bat and then not kill me. The kind of guy who has a complicated relationship with their mum. The type of guy who'll go to strange and uncomfortable lengths to be the centre of attention, like making weird noises. Looking at you, Andre. Oh, my God. So, my friend Dharma was some kind of sick wish fulfilment. Everything in the movie is a clue or an observation, and it really feels like an evil, homoerotic episode of Mad Men. Anj, this movie was sick, and I loved it, and I couldn't recommend it enough. I love Anne Heche. Mm. What did you think? Mm. Anne Heche playing the mum there. Well, as you know, Jack, I went into this movie not knowing who Jeffrey Dahmer was. Mm -hmm. I only knew him from the Kesha song Cannibal, but that's the best way to go into this movie because he's a cannibal. And I was just surprised watching this at how into it I was and how captivated I was. Why is it that these stories showing the the, the build-up to becoming a serial killer, why are they always so captivating, engrossing? Why is the story world so fun to watch? Like, I kept thinking to myself, how did this even get made? Who gave this picture money? And how did they make it so titillating and good? Such big words that I'm using to describe Ooh, my friend Dama. But uh, my friend Dama is, I'm going to go and say it, one of my favourite films of this year, tied with Love, Simon. It really is. It basically is Love, Simon, when you think about it. Oh, Jack, you are naughty today, honestly. <laughs> Jack and Andre, what do you give my friend Dama in a word? Well, I just said it, titillating. Evil. Perfect. This week, I went and saw I Kill Giants. It's released nationally, <laughs> and uh, let me just say, I was really, really... Why are you laughing, Jack? <laughs> just keep going. Okay. I was really interested in seeing I Kill Giants when I first saw the trailer during Peter Rabbit. It was made by the producers of Harry Potter, so I thought, great, just what I need in this ice-cold diary of weather. Cool, bring it on. I could use some brooding supernatural magic while kids run around in a dark forest. Oh, wait. I was wrong. Turns out the only thing that I Kill Giants and Harry Potter have in common is that they're both partially about orphans. Also, the giants in I Kill Giants look more like Transformers. So this movie had me thinking, am I about to see Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox get it on in a truck that's about to turn into a Transformer? I Kill Giants is about a young teen called Barbara. Okay, first up, who's even called Barbara these days? And guess what she can do? She can kill giants. (laughs) She's socially awkward, lives in the same town as the Dawson Creek kids, but makes it feel like she lives in the Shrieking Shack. It it sounds like this just this should just be a Harry Potter movie, but it fails on that front so badly. And when it's trying to be Bridge to Terabithia, it doesn't even pull off the drama for a teen movie, y'all. 
I guess I wanted more giants and maybe some more magic. This is essentially a movie about a girl who endures intense bullying but overcomes it by slaying giants. But not enough of the film actually makes you want to stick around till the very, very end. Jack, did you giggle when you saw that one of the actresses is called Imogen Poots in the credits? Because I did. I did. Poots is my favourite word for pooting. What was wrong with this movie? Why was this movie so bad? I don't know, Andre. It was just long and boring. That's about it. It was so long and boring. Straight up. And angsty and not that revelatory. I guess that's right. In a word? Australian cinema. Oh, in a couple of words, box office. <gasps> oh, no, I didn't. Box office failure. Didn't make that much money, unfortunately. It hasn't even break the million dollar mark. How embarrow is that? It just feels like film school. Well, I saw the trailer for I Kill Giants, and if I would to were to uh, put the trailer of that movie into like a quote, I, if you will allow me to do so. Um, she's just not like other kids. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to Peter Rabbit too? <laughs> yeah. But that's what it felt like to me. Like, oh, she's mm. different. And that's also what I, I sort of gleaned from um, the uh, My Friend Dharma. Which mm. usually I love. I mean, we just went back and watched 10 Things I Hate About You and I wish it was more like that. I could t- honestly positively review My Friend Dharma all day. That movie is so good. I really hope people will really go and see that movie. It's so spooky and freaky. It's so... Got my recommendation. Oh, got my new favourite actor as well. My new Jake Gyllenhaal is the guy from My Friend Dharma who's the best friend. He's in Jumanji too, and he's also in Hereditary, which I'm excited to see in a sec. We might have to uh, just keep pushing on yeah. into Sydney's spotlight right now. Are mm. you ready for the sting? Uh-huh. Sydney Spotlight. Excellent. Okay, so Sydney Spotlight, what's happening this week? The most important event of the year in Sydney, the Sydney Film Festival is opening on Wednesday, if that's June 6th. And you're going to need a little bit of help navigating the hectic waters of the Sydney Film Festival, and Jack and I are here to help you out. Well, I'm I'm going to offer a free service to anyone who wants it. If you find our Instagram, which is movies underscore movies underscore movies underscore, just message me with your star sign, a couple of issues that you've been dealing with recently, and I'm going to give you a reading. I'm going to give you a free reading, and I'm going to send you a movie to go see. And a more logical suggestion is uh, if you're going to go see a film at the Sydney Film Festival, they don't have ads, y'all. You need to get there on time, so don't mess around. And also, you need to at least go see one film at the State Theatre. I know Jack and I have seen, like, 50, but you you really need to make the exodus to the State Theatre. There's um, a couple of... I mean, I think most of the screens have sold out, but there are still screenings available at the State... If you're going to get one of those 10 passes, leave a couple on the end, because there's always a little surprise re-selling. Like, so, like, if something sells out, I remember Personal Shopper, which was our favourite from a couple of years ago, mm. had a couple of extra extra spots mm. after the film festival, which they announced, which they might do with, my guess is Black Klansman this mm. year. I reckon we'll have a couple totally. of extra screenings. I feel like Miseducation of Cameron Post is definitely going to have some reruns. But if you want the full Sydney Film Festival experience, you should come to Dendi, Newtown, to watch Matangi, M-I-A, uh, Maya M-A-A, the documentary... On my birthday, on the 19th of June. No, Jack, it's on the 15th of June. It's on 15th of June. Friday the 15th. <laughs> my birthday's on the 19th. Just, you know, Yeah, close. FYI. And also, there are heaps of amazing talks that are happening all over Sydney. There are some VR talks, there's some interviews with great filmmakers. Soda um, Jerk is doing a chalk, and so is doing a chalk. And so is Lee Winnell, the writer of Saw. Who doesn't want to see the person who wrote Saw? And speaking of Lee Winnell and Soda Jerk, we actually have an exciting Sydney Film Festival podcast coming up where we interview both of them. Lee Winnell invented Saw and has a new film, Soda Jerk, the famous Australian remix movie makers of, of Terra Nullius. We've also interviewed Hyun Lee, who directed Asian Girls, and they're going to be dropping a, 
I mean, I don't want to say like flies, but those podcasts are going to come out mm. as of this week. Like, and will be on the FBI FBI page. And I would really feel bad if we didn't mention that you really also should make the doubly good effort to go see the First Nations films. There's a there's a retrospective at the Sydney Film Festival, charting the 25 years that Indigenous film has been a component of the Screen Australia organisation. They're showing films by really famous Indigenous filmmakers. Yeah, Hunter Page Lockhart, star of Clever Man, has a short film in the running. There's some great things on on the catalogue. Check it out. Uh, just peruse through that magazine spend an afternoon just circling your favourite movies and get your tickets Um, one question from me is is it cheaper to go see films midweek for the Sydney Film Festival for people looking to maybe save a few bucks here and there good question I actually don't know no I think I think all tickets are the same price so there's no such thing as a cheaper a cheaper screening but if you're really trying to pinch the pennies I'd recommend getting a flexi pass it saves you a couple of bucks and also encourages you to go see at least six films but also split it with your friends so maybe go in with like go in with five people on a ten pass flexi pass and that'll get you all those ten people like sorry all those five people two each so if you pick two movies five friends go to two movies It'll be really cheap for or, you. Or, by extension, if you buy 10 tickets in one go, you get a sneaky discount as well. So just rustle up your friends and get buying. And before I say goodbye to you, Jack and Andre, I just want to know, what's the first movie you're going to see for Sydney Film Festival? First movie we're going to see? Oh my God, Jack, can you answer this while I check my calendar? Oh my God, really, really check your calendar. I actually have no I'm... idea. I'm really scared that it's going to be... Wait, is it... Are we just going to Ex Libris first? No. No. We're going to see the Vivian Westwood documentary <gasps> this Thursday. It is screening at the Haydam Orpheum, a beautiful antique art deco cinema in Cremorne. Yep. And and then from then on, the floodgates open and we've got about 20 films to go see afterwards. But we're all starting off with Vivian Westwood. Don't forget to ma- message Jack on the Movies, Movies, Movies Instagram with uh, your problems and he will get back to you with what films you should see. Don't forget to check out Cinema Girls, the podcast on the FBI Radio website. Thank you so much to Jack and Andre for coming in today. You're on FBI Radio. This is Sun Showers by MIA. Woo! Love you all. Thanks, Bridie. Bye, Bridie. Bye. I bungo with my lingo and eat it like a wing, yo. To combo, to Colombo, can't stereotype my thing, yo. I salt and pepper my mango, shoot spit at the window, bingo. Good, I'm in the bingo, now what I'm doing my thing, yo. Quit bending all my finger, quit beating me like your wingo. You wanna go, you wanna win a war, like PLO, I don't surrender.
podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts. 